welcome back to Raised On It. We are closing out 2020 in style with our countdown of each of our top 10 favorite albums of 2020. It was a good year for music. Yeah, it was a great year for music. It would have been a great year to go see this music live, but you know. Yeah, some things got in the way of that. A few things, yeah. But all in all, yeah, there was a ton of good music that came out. Like looking at the list of albums to go through. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm not going to complain. For a year that I didn't think was going to be um, maybe the best for music, I don't know why. If you just looked at the onset of who was releasing music, I wasn't overly thrilled by everyone, but it was hard to narrow down my list to 10. Oh, really? Well, I have like a top 13. Okay, so what we did, what we're going to do is Emily has her top 10 albums i have my top 10 and then we'll each do i think our top five or six eps of the year um but the fun part is for the albums we're going to try to guess which 10 made the list not necessarily in order but which 10 so do you want to try to guess mine first or do you want me to try to guess yours first that we can go back and forth or is that not the best way you can guess mine first because I'll take all of like two minutes. Okay. Yeah. How about we'll, we'll guess our we'll guess our own and then we'll go through. We'll start at number ten for each lessons. Sounds up. good. All right. So Emily's top ten albums. I'm like ninety percent confident I'm going to get all ten of them. Okay. I'm a little concerned that one of, but I don't know which one wouldn't. Okay. I know which one might make it from the outside. <laughs> I think. All right. Okay. So we'll keep this really easy to start with. Kip Moore's Wild World. Yes. Caitlin Smith's Supernova. Correct. Sam Hunt's Southside. <laughs> yeah. Brothers Osborne Skeletons. Mm-hmm. Hardy's A Rock. Uh-huh. All right. So I'm five for five, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, not necessarily in that order, but yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll say my last. Okay. I'm going to guess Ashley McBride's Never Will. Yep. Kaylee Hammocks, If It Wasn't For You. Yeah. Kenny Chesney's Here and Now. Yeah. <laughs> a for Eight. Here's where I'm I'm still pretty confident. Eric Pasley is Nice Guy. Uh, Yes. It was like tied. I, I have a tie at 10. Okay. But yes, he, he would have made my list. As I was going through, I was like, yeah, he, he did make my list. Okay. My last one is Cam, The Other Side. No. Why? What? Okay. So, I'm actually surprised you didn't get this one. Well, my other one was is a Haley Witters. Yeah, the dream. I yeah, yeah, I had her like 11 because I'm like, yeah, it was that was the Cam Cam was the the, like because I really liked it. You really liked it. Yeah, and I'm like, I think it's on there, but I'm like, ah, she really likes the Haley Witters one. That was the last two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then I for your some of the alternatives, I thought I'm like Ingrid's Ladylike. Carly's Carly album, and then Maddie and Tay's The Way It Feels. No, none of those were my alternatives. No. Hey, I'm a 90%. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll take it. I'll take it. Wow. Okay, so I didn't actually like write out yours, but I have a general idea. All right, let me get my list here, see if we can. So I have I have 16 listed, but it's mainly, it's mainly 10. Okay. Well, Kit Moore is major list. Correct. Yeah. Um, and Luke Combs. He didn't release an album. Well, his deluxe. I didn't, didn't count that. I didn't one? count that. Okay. No. Well, you, well, all right. 
Uh, Russell? Yeah, because I spoiled it and ruined it. You did. But Kelsey? Kelsey's on there. Kelsey. Yeah. Kelsey, not Ballerini. Kelsey. Kelsey. Um, Ingrid? No. No. She was, she was in the not too far behind. Tennille Towns? Also not too far behind. Oh. Okay, Sam Hunt? Yes. Okay. Did you put Hardy on your list? Just missed the top 10. I had him at like Oh, 11. I know. Gabby Barrett. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I got to think like a 17-year-old white girl. Oh, s- <laughs> accurate. Very accurate. Um, I'm not going to pretend to be someone I'm not. Jimmy Allen? No. What? Also in the, like, the alternatives. The, the Yeah. Like not your top 16? Uh, no, I didn't have him in my top 16. I probably should have. Wow. Okay, because I feel like some of... What I think the interesting part is there are some EPs that are six or seven songs long that are EPs, and then there's some albums out there that are seven or eight songs. Right, right. And it's like, what's the difference? Because like, think, yeah, Ingrid's album was like eight songs. Yeah, but it's an album. Same with Jimmy's. I think is eight. Eight. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. Cassidy Pope had a had a cool album. Again, seven or eight. Right. So yeah, I didn't include him on there. Um, Brett Eldridge. No. Interesting. I think your Spotify would say differently. Spotify's wrong. Um, oh, there was one I was just thinking of. Oh, yeah, Luke Bryan. Nope. Uh, honorable mention. Wow. Um, we're not doing EPs. Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw's made it. I yeah. liked it. I liked his album. Okay. Um. Oh, you liked Brothers Osborne. I did, but it didn't make the. Okay. Would you Tyler Rich? I considered it, but also alternative. There's Keith Urban's. No. Okay, good. There's there's two females left. Oh, you like Granger's? Is Granger on your list? I did, but I did not include it on the list. Two females on the list. Yeah. Um, Ashley McBride. Oh, just missed. Really? Yeah. Um, were there any that were on my list that are on your list? Oh, Cam. Cam, Cam. obviously, yeah. Yep. Boy. Kenny. I had Kenny on there. You'd have Kenny. Okay. So I think there's only two left. Oh, Chris Stapleton. No. What? Come on. He's not on yours. Well, no, but I think you liked it more than I did. Yes, I did like it. I, I liked a lot of stuff. Interesting. I liked Cassidy Pope's album or EP. I liked is Jimmy Lee Allen. Bryce on your list? Lee Bryce is, yeah. Okay. He's there. Um, it's a girl. Ooh. It's a la- it's the last girl. Tennille Arts. No, I should have put I, her on my list. That's Dustin Lynch wasn't on your list either. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this one is if it's my fifth rated. Fifth number five. Haley didn't make your list. Haley Witters. No. You're tasting music. I tell you. Um, and it wasn't an EP. No, it was a full album. I loved it. I think it's her best stuff yet. And I think it's a really cool concept for an album. Uh, Lindsay L. Oh, I forgot about Lindsay L. Yeah. yeah. You did like her album. I do. 17-year-old white girl. That's right. I'm like, no, I'm like s- that. <laughs> when we get to my top five, you're going to be like, what? Oh, your EP. Okay. All right. So do you want the order of mine? Yeah. Run through your... Well, let's just... Let's go... Let's start with each of our 10th. 10th favorite all right so i had a tie 
but as I think more about it, I should just go with 10 as Eric Pasley. I had a tie with Brett Eldridge, but I was listening to it last night and I was like, you know what? I was more into the music Eric Pasley put out. So kind of took me by surprise. Didn't see this one coming. Started 2020, but good songs. Um, I just wrote a few of them down, like my top three from the albums. Wild and Young, Boat in a Bottle, Off the Edge of the Summer. He just has a cool vibe to him. I don't know. I I didn't look back at like his other projects, but I I like his voice and, and his style. Boat in a Bottle is a really good song. That's the it one is. that like stood out even yeah. to me. Yeah. Because I remember, I, th- I mean, this weird year. This year is weird. It's butchering weird year. that. Sorry, that's what happens when you have a drink and you're already time for bed. But uh, around like it felt like July, August, there were just a shit ton of albums that came yeah. out. Even like like one weekend, it was like, I mean, back to back, it was like Tim, Luke, Kaylee, Lindsay, uh, some other EPs. Pasley was in the middle yeah. of this. And you're like, this album's really good, and it is. Yeah, yeah. So. He did a cover. I forget who sings it. Um, I took a pill in Ibiza. Oh, yeah. oh, I forget. I don't even know who sings that. Yeah, but it's it's a really good song. And yeah, I don't know. I just kind of really went on a, a rampage with this album for a few weeks. Okay. Yeah. I was in a very um, in my my listening to '70s, you know, soft rock kind of phase, and this was just very. I have an an album or not an album a playlist called chill <laughs> on my spotify so it's just very like relax take it easy songs see i'm i'm still struggling maybe that's my 2021 goal is to figure out what label i put on your music preference yeah. I, I can't i can't rap you're gonna say i'm i'm like a 17 year old like white girl right. and that's probably accurate i'm like a 62 year old white man yes <laughs> a chill yeah. A chill 60-year-old white man. Yeah, smoking yeah. something. Not that I smoke, but right. sometimes it's just yeah. chill, chill relax. and moody. Yeah. Eclectic, different. Maybe it's because I was just stuck at home so much this year. I couldn't uh, get the true vibe of car jamming or oh, in yeah, the clubs, you know, whatever. But that's yeah. true. All right, what was your number 10? All right, my number 10, it came out not too long ago, was Lee Bryce's Hey World. Solid. He just has one of the best voices in country music Agreed. and it's just one of those things where he could sing the phone book like people talk about like he can sing whatever and he can and i just think this one there's a lot of good songs on here there's a good mix of he's really good with the ballads Definitely. which i think is his strength mm-hmm. but we also forget sometimes he's really good with like these party anthems these playful fun. Dr- these drinking tailgate ones yeah and there's there's a good mix of that so um I mean, my I think my favorite on this one is the lead track, Attaboy. It's just one of those yeah. mid-tempo, up-tempo kind of ballads. And yeah, I just think, I think it was his best stuff yet. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm not like a, you know me, I'm not a Lee Bryce super fan. But you can turn into one real quick. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, just, I really like this voice and I thought the project was really good. And he's a great songwriter. He works with a lot of great songwriters. Makes you wonder why he's never been nominated for more awards like i know him and carly won the the event or the collaboration but yeah his his voice his songs that he puts out are so good yeah but it's a very we talk like male artists there's so many yeah it's like man how do you narrow it down but right anyways all right what do you got for number nine so this is again i go back and forth i think my top three are the ones i will say for certain they're always going to be my top three but Never Will by Ashton McBride. 
I honestly don't think it's as good as her first album in some ways. Any reason why? I guess on her first album, Little Dive Bar and Dahlonega, it's just that song. It's so special and you can't really put your finger on it. And I was just looking for that song on this album. And she has like Sparrow is is one and Stone about her brother. So good. Um, Voodoo Doll is a fun. You know, she's uh, she is who she is and she doesn't really care who she offends in, in her yeah. her wake. So that's a fun song. But yeah, it was just it was nice to get new music. Do you think part of it is because her first album? It wasn't her first album, though, was it technically the previous one? Her first full album. Yeah. Do you think it was because she was more of an unknown and, like, that played Expectations, yeah. maybe. Yeah, it's more along the lines of the first one. Oh, I was the only one that knew about her, even though I wasn't. Right. But, yeah, there's the, I don't know, the the thrill of, of thinking you're the only one that knows this artist and, and something. But it's still a solid album, absolutely. Yeah, she's another one that... I'm not going to compare her to Lee Bryce, but she can kill the ballads, but then she can also like yeah. talk about killing someone. Yeah. And it's yeah. badass. Like she's yeah. really good at both. Like it's right. hard to put her in a box, so to speak. Right. She fully knows who she is and the music she can make. So yeah, yeah definitely. It can be number nine on my list and some days it's number one, but interesting. Yeah. Well, it barely made your top 10, which is I know. <laughs> interesting. I, that is a for sure, but oh, there's that. so many good ones. There are. Well, so my number nine is also a new. I feel like that this is the tricky part too. Is like we listen to the stuff we're talking about at the end of the year. I feel like there might be a little bit of a bias towards some of the re- more recent stuff, mm-hmm. which I guess is only natural. But um, I have Russell's Southern Symphony as my number nine, and I know you think his music is all starting to kind of sound similar or whatever. Right. You, you might have a point. There's there's some songs on here that I'm like I'm not a fan of the Florida Georgia Line duet, but I am like the the song the songwriting on here, it's him and uh, let me get their let me get the songwriters names it's it's like his core team of songwriters here let's see here, do be patient with me. Um, well, that's fine. Like I say, they all start to sound the same. But if you turn on "Some Things Never Get Old," I will blast that down the highway and jam out. So I don't know. There's some songs that just gotta hit me the right way. But yeah. So his, there was like what ten songs on this album. There's ten. Yeah. Um. So the the two other like main co-writers he writes a lot with is Parker Welling. Oh, okay. Her and then uh, Casey Brown, like those two, and Russell. Yeah. I think. All his number one hits have been written by those, him and those really? two. But yeah, it's just it's one of those albums where it's not going to be like up for Grammys, which I get. But there's just a lot of substance to it, and I feel like he knows who he is, and he's not necessarily going to color outside the lines too much. Right. He's going to kind of keep it like yeah, cruise control, c- commercialized and, and very radio friendly. Yeah. I feel like any song on that album could. Could go to radio just fine. Yeah. So, um, I mean, Love You Like I Used To, that mm-hmm. went to number one. His next one going to radio is Home Sweet, which I think will do good at radio. But then, I mean, the title track, Southern Symphony, is great. Come to Jesus is another good one of my favorites forever for a little while. He's he's just perfected his his lane. And I think yeah. 
It's only his second album. I just feel like he's been so successful in the last couple of years. Which is crazy because it took so long for the debut right. song to hit, and then it finally did, and it took... Yeah. Yeah. It is weird that it's a second album, but... Yeah, it feels think, like he's been around for a while already. Yeah, I think they'll start coming more frequently. Probably. Uh, all right, what do you got for number eight? All right, number eight. I Have Skeletons by Brothers Osborne, which if you would have asked me this back in October, it probably would have been my album of the moment. I just Yeah, fell you were about that it. in the moment. Heck yeah. Still am. All good. Went to a very deep Brothers Osborne obsession and watched all their music videos and everything like that. I was Dang. just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen them live? No. But everyone says they're amazing live. I can only, yeah. And this yeah. album is so good. And everyone says it was you know, they were set to go on tour this year and these songs were great to fill up an arena with. And so that didn't happen. But um, they released I'm Not For Everyone, I think, the week before the album dropped. And that's been my jam ever since. Um, and then some of the other ones just they have the rock and roll. They they also do the ballads really well, like Old Man's Boots. I feel like that's really good, which they should have had their dad on to sing because he's also a singer. He's a musician kind of. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But um. That one, Back on the Bottle, the title track, Skeletons, is so good, so catchy. Uh, yeah, I just, I'm always, like, I do this with Kit Moore, too. Why am I always just, like, years behind realizing they're genius? Well, I mean, some people you're ahead of, and others you're True. a little behind, and in the end, it all equals out. I guess so. I think. I guess so. But, yeah, I, they might be added to my, my bucket list of concerts, concerts? to go to. All mm-hmm. right. That was, we're on number eight? Yeah. So number eight, I don't know where he's on, on your list, but I have Kenny Chesney's here now. Okay. Solid. Um, He's, I, I, we talked about this with like Keith Urban, but Kenny's, Kenny and Tim, which I'll get to later, like they're just so timeless. You can hit play on it and you're like, yeah. this fits. Like I want to listen to it. It's so good. Yep. I don't know if there's any like earth shattering, stop you in your tracks kind of song, mm-hmm. but it's so good. It's. I mean, what's the what's one of my favorite like stories? Um, everyone she knows. Oh, it's such a, so good! It's such a fun concept where it's like every song you're used to hearing about is heartbreak or love, but this one was like the song was made for me. Yeah, right. <laughs> Someone where it's like you you see like your friends settling down and stuff. You're not. There's nothing right or wrong with it. That's just who you are in the moment, and you're kind of like. I mean, I'm there too right now, but. <laughs> It's like, it's just uh, in the moment, you're kind of in between both like settling down and still like having fun and just right. like owning who you are. I, I just thought it was, that was a cool concept for Definitely. a song. That uh, was Shane McAnally on that one. Was it? Yep. Uh, tip of My Tongue, I thought was was a solid single. But Ed Sheeran wrote that one. Of course he did. Of course he did. <laughs> um, Wasted, you know, Here and Now, we, but... We heard Happy Does. Like that's yeah. that's always gonna stand out. We yep. heard that in a writer's round before we heard Kenny's version. So that's always gonna stand out as like, wow, that's cool. I heard it before right. it went to radio and I think it's in the top five right now or was the number one hit, but yeah. whatever. So yeah, he was he was my number eight. And similar to Tim, which we'll get to, just timeless. Just like Yep. Just quality music. I don't I don't have to worry about hitting play on any Kenny Chesney album. <laughs> yeah. Other artists will be like, uh, this skip album, one. skip this one. Yeah. Play this one. Had yeah. no doubt. Agreed. Agreed. I think, well, I'll, he's on my list, so I'll talk about him yeah. at that time, but definitely 
a rock solid album. Great. All right. Number seven is Kaylee Hammock, If It Wasn't For You. Again, she had a lot of these songs out beforehand, but I think I realized this year I'm the person that's to listen through a whole album. Mm. If you give me a single here and there, I'll listen to it, but then I'll forget about it. So anyways, this album comes along and I'm like, why have I not been listening to Small Town Hypocrite like all the time? Again, it made my chill playlist and it's so devastating, devastatingly like on point and, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, haunting that one. And then she can switch it to Family Tree, which is another one of my favorites. And then, um, I mean, they're all good, but Just Friends, I think that's the newest one she's put out. She's just got this, I don't know, the it thing about her where she she likes a lot of the production on it. You know, some people are more stripped back. She wants all the drums and all the guitars, and it's just a different type of music, but it's she's so good. She's so solid. Yeah, I think she's someone that, I think in our world, she's a household name. Right. But to like mainstream, mainstream country fans, she's not there yet, but this is her like introduction, so... I'm curious what songs will get sent to radio and like what that does, but yeah. I'm curious. So you've do you, do you know have any idea why you think you like the album so much, but didn't like or didn't I like? Know. Listen I think to the I singles? had to listen to it collectively okay. and then kind of compare each song and and even I think I wrote the write up for this one. Oh, for, I'm sure you did. Yeah, and then even then I listened through it and a small town hypocrite still didn't catch my ear. Huh. I don't know what it was. I listened back to it and it's just like, I listened to it. Sometimes you forget to listen. You just hear, hear yeah. the noise. No, she's, I think she was on my alternative list. I believe maybe, but yeah, hers, she just has this confidence yes. about her that it's, it's like, it's like that sweet spot between, too confident and cocky. Right. That's the right word. She just like is so confident as like as far as the music she's making and who she is as an artist. Right. At least that's what that album yeah. conveyed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I know It wasn't a confusing album. It wasn't like no. she went one way this way or and she has the, you know, redhead with Reba, which is a jam and it is a jam. I wish the duet with Alan Jackson would be on this album. Me too. That was so good. Their voices are so so well meshed together. I totally forgot about that song till now. And yeah. now I wish it would have made my top 30, 31 songs. I know. <laughs> Damn. Ah, that was a good one. Yeah. So. Good addition. All right. Number seven. Let's see. I had, I think he's probably higher up on your list, but I had Sam Hunt's Southside. Okay. Yeah. I know why he's lower on your list. Why? Because half the songs are already been out. Which I is the reason why it's not number one on my list. Yeah, it, he he needed a place to put the songs, which I get. But I mean, how many? There were what, ten songs? Eleven? I think eleven. Let me pull it up here. But right, so yeah, that was my thing. Where it's like, body like a back road's already sold like half a billion copies. <laughs> right. So you look at the the track list, like. Um, you know, he released it. Hard to forget it was new, but it had been... Kinfolks came out before that, actually. Kinfolks came out before by, like, a back road. Uh, Downtown's Dead. So good. Sinning With You, I feel like, was out. Yep. And and the... Drinking the Too Much? Last one. Yeah, that was out years ago. Yeah, so there's 12 songs on the album 
And yeah, Kin Folks came out ahead of time. Uh, Hard to Forget was had just been released. It was yeah. on the radio, and it was so it was like one of those things where I was so excited for it, and I'm like, ah, like I, I wish I there know. was more. But that being said, as far as the album goes, like there's a ton of quality, great songs on here. Yeah, and um, it seems like he's gonna be like releasing more new music faster. This yes, time I think so too. But he went through a little thing. I think he he really shot like into the stratosphere and was a huge hit, and he was so successful uh, um, professionally that I think it was too much. He's not really the seek the limelight no. kind of person, and I think. He left, you know, worked on his relationship and got married and everything. And now he's. I think he was more being reactive than like proactive for a while. Right. Like he came out with the, the first project that brought him superstardom, like right off the bat. And I feel like it was just so much like. Right. Most artists take a while. to like they do the radio tour. They're like in the grind. They're, yeah. I mean, he was in the grind. He was writing songs and stuff. But then all of a sudden it was like, yeah, dude, you're headlining everything. Right. That, that's such a huge jump. And I heard him say once that he he had trouble writing on the road. He said he had a place yeah. that he goes to in Georgia or whatever. He just goes and writes. And I'm like, well, I want new music, but I also want you to tour. And yeah. but so I think he's got a lot of ideas going around. Yeah, but I thought it was the new stuff. At least was great. Yeah, hard to forget. I did not like it at first. Yeah, came around <laughs> in it, but then. Uh, what are, other, what are the other two ones on here? Breaking Up was easy in the 90s. Young Ones. And Young Ones. So, like, so good. Breaking Up is going to radio right now, yep. so that'll be the next one. And I would I would assume Young Ones would, would be the next one. But That one, yeah. There's a bunch. 2016 yeah. could go on there. So that's what I had. I had Sam Hunt, but... Uh, good. That yeah. was number seven for you? That was seven. All right. Number six is Rock by Hardy. Okay. Love him. Love everything he does. Uh, I got hooked on him with the hicks tape thing they did last year Which, yeah that's what i was thinking too that's only a year ago right only a year ago and and that was, like, was volume one i'm ready for a volume two <laughs> Ooh, i never forgot about that yeah. yeah so i loved that um you know realized kind of got to know who he was as a songwriter and all the songs he was putting out there for other artists like fgl and and morgan wallen and he does tend to have the and he does it's not bro country but he's very unapologetic in the stuff that he does like he has a song called truck but yeah, he does it, and it's so smartly written that you don't feel like you should be, I don't know, banished or something for liking it. So that's a hit. Um, Give Heaven Some Hell has been my jam this year, and Ain't a Bad Day, but even A Rock is so good, just so catchy. I don't know. He's he's smart. He doesn't take the easy lyrics, I feel. No, and I would love to meet him someday. Not, not like an... I need to meet him because I'm like enamored with him, like Taylor Swift or whatever. But I feel like just like seeing videos and stuff of him, like, I mean, he was on Barstool playing (laughs) beer pong pong with Morgan. He doesn't really like the spotlight either. No. But like you said, he's this genius that. Yes. So clever with like song titles. I think. Yes. A rock like that concept is so great. And I love that where it's like, what is a rock? Yeah. What is why would someone write a song called a rock? Right, yeah. Like, is it about a rock? But then it's like, there's all yeah. these storylines to it. But yeah, he's, I mean, he's got to be like one of the top five hottest writers oh, at the moment. If absolutely. Not one. Yeah. Yeah. So. so, yeah, I think he has a good idea of, of business. Obviously he knows what he yeah. wants and, and what songs he keeps for himself and others. He'll just make, you know, money elsewhere. 
Yeah, everything he writes right now is going to be a hit. It's whether yeah. for him or someone else. But yeah, it'll be interesting when Morgan Wallen's thirty track album comes out to see how many credits Hardy has on there. Have they released the song tra- the song list and like song credits I, for it? Uh, I don't know about song credits, okay. but interesting. Yeah. All right, so we're at number six. Yes. <sighs> timeless, another timeless guy, Tim McGraw. T Mac. So he released here on Earth sixteen songs. A lot. A lot. Yep. But you can't hate on it if you're looking forward to Morgan Wallen's 30th <laughs> song know. album. So you got to pick your poison here. But I think, you know, I've, I've said this, but like Jason Aldean puts out 14, 15, 16 song albums. And I feel like a lot of the songs on there sound alike and similar. I didn't feel like that was the case with Tim here. There was this, the album's called Here on Earth, but there's like this very, I'm going to say like, out of this world space environment kind of theme to it. It, it was like futuristic yet a, a comfy futuristic vibe, but it wasn't like techno. I know I'm just making, <laughs> I'm like blurting out words right now. I was going to say it's a comfy out of this world experience. That's not techno. <laughs> yeah. He, I don't know. I've listened to the, the album, but I don't know. Like the production on it is so cool. And I think that's something that yeah. has pushed Tim further in his career Yes. Is he's the one that's willing to take risks like that and push the envelope with some of it. Uh, you know, if you listen to even I think what's the the first track is let me pull it up here. LA. It's such a cool like you hear it, you hear it, and I've never been to LA, but I can picture myself being on a hill looking down at the city lights, and that's like that's yeah. the vibe I get from there. But it's it's just a good yin and yang of like being at home, chasing your dreams, like the in-between. But I, I, I just love it. Like, there's there's a lot of songs in here I liked. Um, I liked Kelsey's L.A. song better. Me too. <laughs> uh, 7500 OBO. Classic. Is a great it's one. A classic. He has a song called Cheryl Crow, which is really yep. clever. like that one. Uh, Hallelujahville. Like, there's so like I think the hard part is because there's 16 songs. It's hard to listen to all 16 yeah. Like in a row or whatever, you could break it up. Yeah. Um, but I I honestly, I, I come back to this one every once in a while and just listen to it all the way through. It's just there's there's really no skips for me on this really? one. Really? Yeah. He talked about LA and how that song, he just knew it was going to be special. And I didn't get that vibe from it. It wasn't my favorite. It's very dreamy. Yeah. It's I, It I almost like belongs it. on like Taylor Swift's folklore or something. <laughs> Right, but it's because it's Tim McGraw. I think that's why it's cool. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, you wouldn't expect from him. Right, it, you wouldn't hear that from Kenny Chesney. But it's like Tim, Timmy. Maybe you should have Dad listen to this album. Maybe you should. <laughs> yeah, not the biggest Tim fan, but maybe he'll like this. Yeah, we'll send him a song a week this okay. next year and you see what he bombard likes. Bombard him, Tim McGraw. Yes. All right. So our dad thinks that Aaron can sing better than Randy Travis. Randy Travis, yes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that jury's still out on uh, on that. Oh no, they're back. It's conclusive. True. Um. <laughs> All right, so we've gone ten through six. Yeah. We're heading to the top five. All right. What do you got for your fifth? I got Haley Witters, the dream. Five. Five. I, I had her out of your list, so yeah. I, I missed the mark there yeah. a little bit. There's some songs on here um, that she wrote for others, like Happy People. Mm, yeah. And oh, I can't think of it now. It's it's also on Chris Stapleton's album. Mm. She wrote it. I think they might have wrote it together. Or he wrote it. He wrote it. And anyways, it's on her album. But anyways, 
I saw her in concert last fall. I knew of her before. Then I think she had an EP out or some singles. Um, Janice at the Hotel Bar is such a good song. And I think it deserves more credit. But then you got stuff like All the Cool Girls, kind of a more moody, uh, rocking kind of vibe to it. And then on the lighter side, you have Dream Girl. I don't know. She's also just one of those smart songwriters. And I think in this last year, when you look at my list of female artists, they're, I want to say unknowns, but not mainstream. Agreed. But you're going to hear about them in a few years. I would think so, too. I hope so. Yeah. So I believe the song you're thinking of is The Devil Always Maybe Think Twice. Yes. Yeah. Written by Stapleton and Al Anderson. Okay. It's on both. Yeah. And they both sing it well, but it's like a swampy kind of. Yeah. I feel like as much as we talk about women in country music, I feel like it's in a really good place. It's like. Yeah. It's like a sports team when you know. You have like a lot of young players that are like yeah gonna be the good next sophomore sh- class or yes. something yeah yeah so like oh we have a really good draft class for like our farm system baseball you know yeah minor leagues look minor great, league yeah. looks great like it's it's happening I like, agree it's it's gonna and I think there's even more that we're not even talking about right now right absolutely but it's it's hard you got <laughs> top forty countdown you have forty spots I know as I was just going through guessing your albums i realized i didn't put tenille arts on mine and she i loved her album but that was beginning of january last year and i'm not expected to remember all of that no <laughs> but you're gonna remember morgan wallen oh i will never forget yeah <laughs> all right so my number five we're gonna have a a run on women in country music here for the next four spots okay <laughs> i'm dead serious like when you look at my I top know. when you look at my top five so number five and honestly, these these could all be switched around anywhere from two to five. My number one's non-negotiable. Um, but Lindsay L's Heart Theory, she is so good. Like, she's so talented. Yes. And, like, her musically, vocally, she's great. But, she, like, her brain coming up with song concepts, lyrics, and the, the album. Like, I don't know if people – I guess people probably knew this, but – so the, the album is called Heart Theory. It's all lowercase, yeah. right? But if you scroll throughout the songs, mm-hmm. did you know this? I think so. She capitalizes a few letters in each, yeah. and it makes that heart theory. Like it's a little thing like that. Like yeah. that's super clever. And like the whole, the whole theme and vibe of the album, it's a breakup album, but it goes through like all the different stages of breakups and like that. It's like yeah, there's some ones where it's like it's like. It's very, it tells a story. It's very. She's very personal. Yes. Very personal through the the awful, very sad breakups, the ones that she learned something from or was kind of okay with and said, you know what? I'm going to be stronger on the end of this. But yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah. I mean, she goes, like she has a song literally called, I don't love you. Yeah. Like, holy. Just talking about you, Bobby Bo. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> I, I think that was one that came out. It was either maybe a week before or a couple weeks before. And I'm like, oh, that's that's made for that. Yeah. But then she puts a bow on the album. Like her last song is called Ready to Love. It's kind of like she dealt with all this. And now she's like literally ready to love again and go back out there. Yeah. It's just there's a lot of great songs in here. Like I, I literally listen to maybe not the entire album all the way through every time, but a majority of the songs I was just 
Repeat, repeat. Yeah. Just loved it. So it's easy to see why she wins so many uh, awards at the Canadian Country yes. Music Award shows. She cleans up there. Yeah. No, she's. And yeah, she's in. She's got another number, or she's got her. Was it her first number one with Brantley Gilbert? Yes. So say so she's got that underneath her belt. It was featured. It was a duet. But I'm like, right. I. It's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Step in the door. There's there's a ton to choose on here as far as radio singles go. Right. So yeah. That's always a good sign. But anyways, that was my number five. All right, my number four is Kenny Chesney here and now. Okay. I don't know, Kenny. We discussed it. He's the safe bet, but also he does have original song concepts he's not going to be the one you know his she thinks my tractor sexy was like a one in a career song for him he's <laughs> yeah, not sure. going to do that type all the time and some of my favorites uh obviously talk about everyone she knows but knowing you that was dropped i think a week or two before and it just felt like an instant classic kind of 90s country almost or early 2000s felt like uh felt like a kenny song instantly and then I know you don't care for it, but Guy's Name Captain is how the album finishes out. It made my chill playlist. Okay. Every time I mention my chill playlist, you drink. Um, but I don't know, it's just, it was a true Kenny song, you know, his his ode to the the islands kind of thing. So I really like that. And I think also because the last album before this that I'll just put to out say. was uh, centered around the hurricanes that happened down there and the destruction. It was mostly to you know raise awareness there and it wasn't our favorite kenny album mm. and this it was all kenny so it was nice yeah i would agree it's the previous album we got our hopes up for and it was kind of like because it did have um get along yeah that was the number one song get I along think so. yeah yeah but then that it kind of flopped mm-hmm. it was too uh specific yes yeah well Hey, we we do have some similarities. Yes. Sometimes we're lockstep. Other times... We could not be further. <laughs> correct. All right. So my number four is The Other Side by Cam. Love it. Just <laughs> I thought you love, were going to sneeze. <laughs> oh, no. Absolutely love it. Like, her voice is so good, is so full of life. Yeah. You know, so- songs like um, classic, the other side. There's just like, the like wow. Side. There's like enthusiasm and life there, and then she'll just hit you with something like "Forgetting You" or "What Goodbye Means." And like, it was just a very. I didn't expect to like the full album as much as I did, which is weird. I sh- I should have because I liked her previous album that she released many years ago, right? And I'm like, I just, I like her, I like her songs and her music, and I know some of it might not be made for radio, but mm-hmm. I don't care. It's right. good stuff. It's like the, it's very blurred, the lines. Like, her type of music, you can't put a genre on it. No. Because she, like, her voice can sound country, but then she's working with, you know, the likes of Harry Styles. and. I would put her in, like, the same category as, like, a Casey Musgraves. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I don't know. And she's what... okay with it. I think she's found out this is what works for her. Yeah. Whether she gets commercial success from it or not. Yeah. So, anyways, good. half of my females were <laughs> cranking about now. All right, number three is Sam Hunt, and I think the reason he is number three is because, well, first of all, my top two rock. Yeah. But also because, yeah, he did have a lot of songs that we've knew, but I still I was so ready for this album. I remember. 
And I never stay up till 11 o'clock if I can help no. it. <laughs> and I remember sitting on my couch. First song was 2016 and he starts singing and I think I cried. I was just so happy. Oh my gosh. Really? I think I, I got like, oh my gosh. So good. I feel like, I feel like we know him. He's so personal in his songs. And I just think uh, with, what was his first album? Monte, Montevello. Yeah. I played the crap out of that CD. It was my college years. I could not get enough of his music. So he was finally back. You know, I was kind of worried for a minute there that he was never going to come back. Is it literally going to be a one album, one yeah, hit wonder kind yeah. of deal? And I was nervous. And then I was nervous this album was going to be different and not him. And then him releasing Hard to Forget helped. And then hearing 2016, um, Nothing Lasts Forever, Young Ones, all those songs. I'm like, oh. He's back. He's back. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those like... <sighs> If if he wasn't releasing like the the one off singles every year or two in between, yeah, it would have been a little bit like, oh shit, what is he's up gone? With him? Yeah, but you're like, oh, is he just is he just gonna release singles? Right. But he's he 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 wrote a ton of hit singles before, yeah, the artist thing. So it's like, no, he can write a lot. So what's the deal? But yeah, mysterious little feller. But like I, like you said, he's writing now and is writing more. Yeah. And I think there is going to be demand for more soon. Definitely. Yeah. Very soon. Yeah. This year's a wash. <laughs> for all artists. Even the ones that came out with music this year. Yeah. It's like, okay, depending on when tours go back, it's like you're going to need right. fresh stuff Otherwise you're quicker. playing stuff from a year ago already. Yeah. Agreed. Um, Gabby Barrett, number three. I thought she'd be your number. No, actually, I didn't think that. No. I got your number. So... We saw her open for Mason Ramsey, who opened for <laughs> Chris Lane. And now she would definitely be ahead of Mason Ramsey. And I feel like it might not be long before Chris Lane would be opening for her. I really, like, Could she's... Be. yeah. Give it three, four years, maybe. You know, I, this year is, like, the year of her and Ingrid. Right. That really, like, broke through yes. as far as the new charts. female artists and charts. Yeah. And... As far as like songs go, I hope. Oh, it's I think is Could one have of not the chosen a better lead single. Correct, I, I think. And then uh, the new one she sent. Where do we get here? Why can't I think? The good ones is the one. Oh, that music one that video is so good. Um, I was a fan of Thank God, but she just. Uh, I mean, honestly, all of them here, right on my heart. Footprints <laughs> on the moon, but she just her voice is so unique to begin with. She's another one that she puts her faith into songs. Right. She's really young yet. She's young. 20? Yeah. I think maybe 21. But that's why if if I were to, you know, put money as far in artists as far as stacks go, I'm putting a lot of my money yeah. on her and Ingrid. And it was just a high quality album. I think I was a little worried too. It was like, okay, she has the one hit song. What does the rest of the album sound like? There's just a good mix of the up tempo ones that she can belt out, and then it's the ballads that she can like belt out. Yeah, it's just two different types of belt out. I just I love her voice. Yeah, as odd as that she's is. got the power of of Carrie, and I think I even was there an interview with her and Carrie, and Carrie even said this. He's like, I wish I had that rasp that you have in your voice because mm-hmm. she's got the power of Carrie. Carrie's a little bit more polished. Yeah, uh, Gabby, and maybe her voice will change, but it also makes me wonder. She's probably still going through American Idol, right? Like the record deal, a record label. Mm. It makes you wonder, like, is this the music she really wants to be making? Is this the direction, you know? And I she's, hope so. 
I hope. Is that what you just said? Yeah, I <laughs> hope so. Let's see here. I'm trying to find. Well, it's hard to say. It, it looks like this album was Warner Music Nashville. Okay. One of the bigger, best ones. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, her, she's, she'll be fine, I yeah. think. All right. So I am very curious. Your last two here, Caitlin Smith, Kit Moore. It's up to those two. I'm very curious, A, which one wins out? And then depending on which one wins out, I cannot wait to see your reaction to mine. Okay. So who do you have for number two? My heart's beating pretty fast. All right. See, this is like American Idol. There's the two <laughs> final contestants, and you got to pick one. But who's who's the runner-up? I honestly can say both. I I could have them both. Okay. I on my list here, I do have Kip at number two. Wow. <laughs> Some I feel like fan. I'm cheating. Some fan. <laughs> I feel like wow. I'm cheating on him. Emily calls herself a diehard Kit Moore fan, and I am I am shocked. I'm shocked. You know, Aaron, I didn't Actually, see this coming. I'm I surprised. Didn't. I'm not shocked because I'm like, she's good for a curveball. <laughs> yeah. This might be the curveball. But I am, I am I am surprised a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I am a little too. But I, I, it's like if I had children, I think this is how I would feel. Okay. I can't. And I guess what I'll say, I do love this album, Wild World. <laughs> It's amazing. It's so good. He's so good. But I don't even know if it's my favorite Kit Moore album. Hmm. Actually, I know it's not. Wild Ones, his sophomore album. Okay. <sighs> Emily's Emily might pass out. It, it's, I feel like he's gonna like you're gonna put this snippet in the Instagram and he's gonna listen to it and be like, wow. It is literally. I've never been in the situation before, but. If you were to catch someone like cheating on someone <laughs> and like that, I feel like that's kind of what Emily's, oh, you're red in the so face bad. right now. Oh, okay. All right. So, okay. Talk. What do you like about the Kit Moore album? Oh, I just him, you know, this album came out. I don't even know when it came out. June. End of May. End of May. Yeah. Because I remember I was going to have like three weeks to learn the lyrics until Summerfest and then. Jokes on you. Jokes on me. All of us all of us but it's just he he came out with he came out with uh blue jean american no that's jake red white red white blue yeah that one and i was like see she doesn't even know the songs anymore well because i wasn't like super into it when he released it first i was like okay it's good not my favorite um everyone's like oh this will be great on radio i'm like maybe that's why i don't like it Mm. you know that's me i always uh, duck out but then he really self-paw i was like hell yeah let's yep. go and then there's not a bad song i mean we've talked about paying hard before with his dad and how he at the end of it says he might be done making music <laughs> i'm like ah <laughs> um but yeah he is from south he to sweet virginia he his voice his ideas are always just so different than what you hear on the radio. And I, I do have that fun of not everyone's a huge fan. My Spotify said I was one of his top listeners. 20% of my top 100 songs were Kit Moore. Interesting. So I do love him. Just not number one love. You know, well, we'll talk about my number one later. But that one, I, I can't not put it as number one. 
This episode was on today, and I feel like you were at the altar. You were Ross. Kit Moore was up there. <laughs> Stop it. And you're like, I love thee, Caitlin. <laughs> That's no. what I feel like just happened. I, they're very interchangeable. The best part about this. He's your number two as well. He's your number one? Kelsey is my number two. Shut up! Kit Moore is your number one? Yes. Oh my God, I feel like to change my answer. <laughs> That's why I was so, I'm like, <laughs> if she does not. You know what though? I'm I'm just like a proud proud sister Good. i'm very proud of you okay talk about kelsey and, and then I, i'll and i'm not a proud brother right now oh, you put number whatever. Two. No, I'm kidding. Whatever. totally fine so kelsey which i mean you look at the list yeah i kind of have a theme i feel like i'm diverse enough like if i'm gonna go for kit Moore, number one like his, all his two. manliness outweighs the the women in your top five you're good Fair. yeah <laughs> um i'm a kelsey fan a huge kelsey fan <laughs> are you feel like you're cheating on her no, okay. I'm, no, I'm not. Okay. Because I, I do think, I feel like we've had some conversations where I don't necessarily know if I'm, I'm criticizing uh, her or song choices, um, but I do think I'm trying to figure out her lane or identity because, and I don't think it has anything necessarily to do with who Kelsey is, mm-hmm. but I think that there's, for a while, it was Carrie, Miranda, Kelsey. For maybe like a two or three year period, I was like, that was kind of it. I Casey. would say like one or two years, honestly, not more than that. Okay. Then you had Casey and Marin kind of, they kind of took, Yeah, I felt like it was Kelsey's. To lose. To lose. And then Casey had the album, Marin had the album. Yeah. So like there's that, Ashley McBride came, and then we have these, all these other ones. You have Gabby, you have Ingrid. Right. Kaylee Hammett coming up, Lindsay L. Yeah. All of them. But at the same time, I feel like she's becoming a little forgotten not to any fault of her own i just don't know why but all this to say i love the album it's who she is yeah and i think she knows who she is even if sometimes it might be frustrating for her like why am i not getting these award nominations right she's she's not getting it from either place she's literally stuck in the middle right and but maybe that'll become a as the new sound like eventually be like yeah why wasn't kelsey winning these but i think some of the best songwriters wrote on this with her shane yeah uh nicole galleon um uh who are some other ones i want to say jordan reynolds is he on some of these um i love the album there's a good mix of the party anthems but then you go something like like two songs that stick out to me that are probably never going to be singles, L.A. and oh, Club. L.A. So L.A. LA is super vulnerable about, Yeah. she says, Tennessee girl, she loves L.A. She's And maybe that's kind of. That's her. That's her. Yeah. She's like stuck in between both of these. She loves both. Like both places are home, but she likes both right. parts of it. So that's a unique song. Um, club, you're like, oh, it's it's a jam, but it's about her not liking Club. I just love that. It's been right, on it. right. Um, the duet with Kenny. Eh. My minor criticism is that he's only like harmonies, right. background vocals. Yeah. Give him a verse. But I, I love the song. Yeah. I think the song's great. And I, I think there's just, for me, Homecoming my sound. Queen. Yes. For me and my 17-year-old white girl music <laughs> preference that you've identified, yeah. it's perfect. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think she's carried the Taylor Swift baton. That's probably yeah. her, her most 
right. accurate comp. Right. Um, I love her. I th- I think if she just keeps doing what she's doing. Yeah, her fans will be there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. She's got a very good following. I think. <sighs> if anything, she's bringing more like pop fans over to country. Agreed. But I think there's, and maybe it's just not fair because there's so many good artists that she just might be one that doesn't win a ton of awards. Right. You know, I'm not saying she's like Eric Church or like Kit Moore or even Kane Brown's one that yeah. he keeps putting out top hits and headlining tours, but he's never really nominated for right. stuff. So all that to say, yeah. love the album. Songwriting is great. She knows who she is. She's not stuck in between both, but she's in this lane that I think is hers to own. Right. But I, I just don't know if that lane is the preference right now. It is for me. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Clearly, number two. <laughs> that was my rambling rant. But anyways, so your number, number one. My number one is Caitlin Smith, Supernova. I was looking forward to this one, and then as soon as it was available, I bought it on vinyl because I just loved it. And this also came out right as quarantine was starting. Mm, okay. And I think she has the best voice i just i do i don't know what it is she's got this great voice um her songwriting and she also writes for country and non-country artists so her her style isn't you're not gonna hear any banjos or steel guitar in her in her music but there's just every song after another was fresh and original and something you've never heard of and and like i said her voice is just like another instrument in it and i i can look through the list and there's not one i would skip over and it's are there any that you would skip over on kips um you'd consider it but there's like definitely no skips on caitlin's right no i wouldn't skip any on kips i wouldn't i don't mm -mm. grow on you is that one maybe but yeah, even then, I both of these, I feel like Caitlin and Kip. 1A, 1B. What? 1A and 1B. 1A and 1B what? Like grades? Yeah, like they're both oh, number ones. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. 1A, 1B. Yeah, they're both just artists that I can put them on. And like we talked about Kenny and his albums. I don't have to worry. Like right. I'm going to like every single song. And that goes, you're going to talk about Kit Moore being your number one until you're your fan. <laughs> But let's just say Woo! I've seen him three times. And when I feel I, like I saw him three times in one night, too. <laughs> well, anyways, we'll we'll do one of his albums for our. Um, the album collection. Yeah. And that way you can listen to his other music and then you can let me know what you think. But anyways, Caitlin Smith, Supernova. She is a rock star and kind of one that I've come to grips that she's probably never going to be crazy on the radio or winning awards and that's okay i think i was in her 0.5 percent listening so you're basically like bffs basically close to it which i was also 0.5 with kelsey wow and and we're twitter friends too she did respond to me kip's always off the map so he doesn't really respond to twitter but he does love coming to wisconsin he does yeah milwaukee so kip coming into this year (laughs) i i always liked kip I did. Yes. Uh, I always thought he had a cult-like following, and I think he still does. Very very much so. I think he's underappreciated, undervalued by mainstream. 
I don't think that bothers him. No. Maybe at one point it did, but I really don't think it does. I guess I never, before this album, I never truly understood or bought into the hype, I guess. Okay. It was it was more like... Did a, I help in any way? Uh, probably, probably net positive. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> Emily likes him. I'm like, yeah, he's good. But it was never... Even I think last year, a lot of your top songs were Kit Moore songs. Yep. And I'm like... Yeah, I good, but there's just like the the wow factor, the one to be like, whoa, this this is special, this is different. And I think I was probably maybe a bit annoyed or turned off by the the super fans that were like, he needs, and that's not necessarily you, but it's just like everyone's always bitching like, why is a Kit Morg being nominated? It's like, yeah, okay, fair, but like he's not going to be. And you like, don't like an artist like, because they win awards. That's no. not. But you then, just want them to get the credit they deserve. Right. But then when this album came out, again, I, I approached it like I do most albums. I'm going to listen to the whole thing. And I was kind of like, I'll listen to it, see which two or three songs I might add to my playlist. And every song, one after the other, was so good. <laughs> and repeat, I listened to that. Then I listened to it a second time, right? Not every album I do this with, but a, a good majority of them. I pull up the lyrics and they're like sing, not sing along, but like follow along. I mean, sometimes yeah. sing along. <laughs> and I'm like, this is just so good. Yeah. And yeah, it came out in the heart of quarantine. Um, listening to it by myself in my apartment, jamming out was great. Yeah. Jamming out in my car on long car rides, great. Working out, great. Just literally having it in the background, great. And it was just so, there's so much soul and personalization into it. Like, yeah. I just came away. I'm like, I know who Kit Moore is as a dude and yeah. as an artist now. Yeah. And there's just, there were literally no skips. It was, it was, I looked at it like art. Yeah. It was like, it was more than music. I'm like, it was art. You feel like he puts everything into it that you feel like after he's done, he probably just is so exhausted from. Yeah. And, and he said that before on his other albums, he's wanted to be in there producing it, making sure everything is authentic to him and not overly done. Cause and at this point, too, he knows his fans. Mm-hmm. He knows that cult following, you could call it. He knows what they want, and he gives that to them, but he's not uh, also not predictable in the same vein. Everything is always new with him. So, yeah, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Um, and the last thing I'll say is, even though he's not being played on radio, I don't understand why, because I feel like this album had maybe some of his more radio-friendly songs. Right. I really do feel like you could close your eyes, put all the songs on a wall, throw a dart at it, and send it to radio, and I feel like it is made for radio. Yeah. Maybe that's why I liked it more, is it was maybe more mainstream. Maybe. I feel like there's probably more me. Yeah. Maybe more so than you, but <laughs> right, whether it's right or wrong. But yeah, so Kip, Kip, I think as soon as the album came out in May, I'm like, I might have even tweeted it or texted you. I'm like, it's going to be hard for any other album to beat this the rest of the year. I know. I and remember you saying that. I'm like, what the and it was. It didn't. Yeah. That was always my, my You North measured star. everything else up to. Yeah. Wow. Did you see this coming? Start of 2020? No. What I also didn't see coming is, even though it didn't make my top 10 list, is being becoming a, a Stapleton listener. Uh-huh. I'm not necessarily saying I'm a fan or a super fan. He's really good. Yes. But like his album is really good. Right. Like that, that was the first More one. More like, like appreciative of yes. him. Yeah. Yeah. Where I don't think 
he's that artist that I latched on to. Like last year I latched on to to Kit Moore and this year was probably more so Caitlin Smith and and definitely my love for Morgan Wallen just grows stronger and stronger every day, every hour. But I don't have that with Stapleton. Maybe next year. Yeah. <laughs> um two albums that we didn't talk about. Yeah. And if there's more we can talk about before we get to the EPs. We didn't mention Luke Bryan's album or Keith Urban's album. I honestly didn't listen to Keith Urban's album. Okay. Luke's was good. Yeah, I probably would have made my top 15. Yeah, mine too. But it was kind of similar where it was like to Sam Hunt's where it was like, I've heard, like there were only 10 songs, I think. Yeah. I had heard of half of them. And he pushed it back, the release of it too. Yeah. With like everything, which I never really understood. Um, What about Brad Eldridge? I used to hear from him again. I did like Brett Eldridge's album. Um, Spotify thinks it was one of my most played <laughs> albums. Nothing against Brett or Spotify. I, I really have a hard time. And I know my friends are like, it's data. It's, data's never wrong. <laughs> I can assure you it's wrong. But there's there's some great songs on there. It was just nice to hear his Next voice year, again. Aaron's going to keep like a paper tap. Okay, listen to this song. Check. This work. Check. I, I s- <laughs> Unless someone was hacking into my Spotify when I was sleeping and just playing on repeat. I don't know. It shouldn't have anything to do with Spotify duos, do you think? No. Because otherwise, otherwise yours would have been way out of whack, too. True, true, true. Okay. Yeah. You're good. All right. All right. So, albums. We appreciate the full albums, but we also appreciate EPs. Absolutely. And I think in the next 10 years, we're going to see some sort of award pop up in this category. I you think so? Yeah. It might not be the CMAs. I think it would be the ACMs before the CMAs. Oh. Um, maybe maybe even like Billboard or MTV or whatnot. But again, EPs are... Do other genres do EPs? I, th- I think so. Okay. I don't know. And so I, I'm curious what your what your list is. I mean... We didn't talk too much about like our criteria for this. I, I personally didn't include any deluxe albums, but right. I feel like deluxe albums could count if there's an extra oh, four or five. Because I look at like, let's say Luke Combs, right? right? Right. He wins album of the year for both the ACMs and CMAs, I think. Yeah. And then he adds five songs for the deluxe. And I really like those five songs. Right. Probably more than a lot of these EPs. You could just put it out as an EP. Yeah. Right. So like... I think it's just a very, and every artist has a different strategy or whatever, but. Well, so like one of mine, I don't really have a certain order. I have like a number one and two basically, but the rest are take it as is. It's Matt Stell's Better Than That. That's Mm. an eight track EP. And we talked about Ingrid putting out an album. Right. As eight tracks. But anyways, whatever. Loved that EP. Obviously, he came out of the gates with Prayed For You but it's not even my favorite. Um, oh, I know your favorite. It's probably my favorite too. Yeah. Jordan Davis. Oh, I thought you were talking about songs from Matt oh. Stell. But yeah, Jordan Davis is my favorite. Same. I literally wrote next to it, deserved full album. <laughs> it did. He deserves a full album. The success that um, Homestate had. Come on. And I, th- I think, I think COVID threw that plan off. You think so. Yeah, because I think a lot of artists were going to go on tour and plug new music. I think yeah. that's why Luke Bryan pushes off. He was probably trying to push it off as much as he could until yeah. he finally had to cancel it. But yeah, Jordan Davis's was no skips. No skips. Honestly, 
his is probably the first one that it's like, I need to listen to this song and repeat. But because I am, that means I'm not going to listen to this other song. But that's not fair. So you're in this like <laughs> you're in this like dilemma of I want to listen to this song and repeat and repeat. But then it means I'm not listening to the other ones. Yeah. There's yeah. So there's I think there's are there six on his or five? Yeah, six. And there's they're all good. I sometimes forget that I saw him in concert this year. It was January 9th or something. Really? <laughs> yeah. And he introduced a lot of this music and I was, oh, I was so jacked. Yeah. This is going to be a great year for him. And and I honestly, right, he's not traditional country. No. But I love his style. I love his music. I, I don't know. And he writes most of his songs. And I mean, from, from Detours to uh, Church in a Chevy to Little Lime, it just, he covers the whole spectrum. So whatever yeah. you want, you'll get from him. I'm yeah. very passionate about Jordan Davis. He's at he's firing all cylinders all cylinders right Agreed. now. He's at the top of his game. Yeah. Uh who else did you have for EPs? Uh Parker McCollum. You're a huge fan of him. Big fan. And uh obviously he's killing it in the Texas scene, which is no easy feat either. No. So I think he'd put out full fledged albums in Texas. So part of me was like, well, maybe he should have gotten one. But I get it. He's natural's a completely different scene and pretty heart reached number one did phenomenal for him and i just think if he you know it's him it's cody johnson it's cole wetzel kind of you know that whole they're coming they're coming for nashville so y'all better step up your game it's awesome yeah that that texas red dirt do you ever just put on the texas spotify playlist i don't actually you should who's another one i like chad cook band Okay, yeah. It's another well, one. Well, uh, the Josh Abbott, right? Josh Are they Abbott from band. Texas? So yep. good. So, yeah, I just uh, like a cowboy. Really, has been my my jam from that album. Parker, I I had a feeling he'd be on yours. Yeah. Um, so we talked about Jordan Davis already. Um, Raylan, I loved hers. <laughs> Baton fitting in right. Uh, we're gonna go right. We're gonna stay in this wheelhouse. Okay. Seventeen-year-old white girl. Taylor Swift lover, uh, Ray Lynn. That was another one similar to Jordan Davis, where like all the songs on on that one were just like no skips. Um, me about me is such an interesting concept of like you know the songs about she's always inquisitive to the guy about his life and what's going on, but it's a one way street. Uh-huh. It's, it's a clever song title. Me to me about me. Like what does that mean? I don't know. I, I just love those song titles that are different that hook you in and, and whatnot. Yeah. Did she write a lot with uh, FGL? Do you know? She's on she their does. record label, and I know she's close with the guys. So she has that kind of spunk in her songs, and they know how to write a hook and, and something more interesting. Let me look up some of the uh, some of the songwriters with Raylan here. So we got, yeah, you're going to see a lot of similar ones here. So you have Corey Crowder is on one. Okay. Tyler Hubbard. Um I think Corey Crowder is like the FGL producer now. Okay. But yeah, he's, I think, songwriter on all of them here as I'm looking. Um, Yeah, once she left, um, whoever was affiliated with The Voice, that record label, I think she got to be more herself. And she was young, obviously, on the show. And Brett James, another songwriter. Yeah, so she's working with a good crew there. Um, We'll keep this going. Uh, Interesting strategy. Because she released two EPs, and I'm convinced if she would have just put them together, 
she would have made she honestly would have definitely given Kelsey a run for her money for the two spot and probably Kip. Yeah. Lauren Elena. Yes. She dropped two EPs this year and both of them yeah. were so good. And I, if that's her strategy going forward, like one in spring, one in fall, I'm here for it. But right. she's she's another one that it's like her voice is one of the best ones in the industry and not a bad song on either of her EPs. I'd be curious to know why she didn't just put them together to create an album. Uh, but again, her career has kind of been very interesting as well, trying to figure out when she releases songs to radio. She had the number one hit with Road Less Traveled, but the follow-ups, whatnot, so very peculiar. Wasn't she on Dancing with the Stars? Is that why maybe she did an EP beginning of the year? And then... I guess. I don't know. Just my Maybe. Thought. But then why didn't she... I'm not complaining because she gave us a lot of music this year. Right. And I'm here for it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you have any more. I'll just read my last two main ones mm-hmm. that I want to talk about. Uh, another uh, a rising artist that I just love this project. I don't know if it's an EP or an album. Again, it's like in that seven song range. Lexi Hayden came out a couple weeks ago, middle, early December. I just love her voice. She's friends with Phil Vassar, so <laughs> that's great in my, my book. Boy, Phil. Yeah. If you're friends with Phil or Phil like likes you, then you're good shit. You're good shit in my book. Again, her her pitch is just so good. And I'm not some vocal coach. I can't like be like, oh wow, she's totally in pitch or in the right range. You're the second coming of Randy Travis. Come on. True. I am second coming of Randy Travis. But when I hear something that's just so smooth and good, I'm like, that's it. And mm-hmm. I think Lexi Hayden, I'm very curious what her career is gonna look like because I think she could follow the same trajectory as like a Kaylee Hammock, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then my last one is Travis Denning's Beers Better Cold oh. EP. Again, I'm not some Travis Denning super fan, but he's been on a roll with all of his stuff he's putting out. And there's just some great country. He's a country dude. Mm-hmm. And it's just some great country songs. Yeah, I agree. Drinking around the bonfire in Sometimes love. you need some of those. Yes. Like, it's good that country music isn't all that anymore, but you still need some of those. Absolutely. Come on. Yeah. Uh, do you have any others? I had a few others. Um, Ryan Griffin, name on it. He's also one, again, who's probably not going to sing about bonfires and tailgates and stuff. And and his production to his songs tend to have more of a, maybe a pop flavor to it. But I also just think he's so creative in his songs. Going, going, he gone is, is just... He is good. He's so good. And I can't... They're all so catchy and get stuck in your head right away. And so this EP was good, top to bottom. Uh, another one was Adam Doliak, famous. Yes, yeah, I had him on the list too. Yeah. So again, just he has good writing and he's even released some songs after this EP, which I'm like, well, why didn't you just put it on there? I don't know the in and outs of it all, but him. And then my last one is Claire, Claire Dunn. Oh, I forgot about her. Loved her EP. She has a song called El Paso that is just so good. And I just love her voice. Just different. And I feel sometimes she's a little forgotten. Yeah. And that makes me sad because I was one of those people that always forgot about her. But she's so good and and deserves credit. She is good. The two artists that – let's talk about, I guess, just a few minutes. Some of the other albums or EPs. That come to mind. 
So Carly Pierce released hers in January. I think February, I think January or February. Anyways, (laughs) she's already moved on from that with next girl. Yeah. So I'm like, that's, that's so she poured her heart and soul into that. And there's some great songs on that album that I really like that album, but it's like, she's done with that. Yeah. So that's interesting. I think that was a long time coming that second project. Probably. And then so much has happened with her lately that she could probably write 10 albums. (laughs) That's probably right. Probably true. Uh, And the other one was, Maddie and Tay released an album, but they also had released like two or three EPs beforehand and it kind of yeah. all combined into one just because I don't know if these artists just need like a home for these <laughs> songs where it's like, yeah, it's a way to make money. True. To get streams and they always got to be announcing something new, which I think is the genius of Eric Church at the moment. Yes. Every other week we're getting a new song and it's, it's nice. I never forget about them. Not that I would, but. I the strategy's there. Yeah. Um and then the only other one you kind of touched on her was well both both Tenille's. Tenille yeah. Arts came out at the start of the year. Another great album. I feel like it's forgotten because it was almost a full year ago. Right. But I think she had a top twenty song, top fifteen song come from that. Did she? Okay. Um Somebody Like You, I believe. Okay. And then Tenille Towns, I thought her album was good. Again, unique voice. Yeah. All that. Yeah. So. She's, I think Tenille Towns might be, I don't want to say one of the next it girls, but she's got a lot of traction coming her way. I agree. Somebody's Daughter was a big hit, and her voice is so unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, just want, I don't know. It's hard to understand her live. <laughs> yeah, I but can imagine. Sings, unless you know the words of the songs, you're kind of like, uh, what? But So this was our top albums of 2020. Are there any, and I'm putting you on the spot because I know we didn't prep for this, but 2021, are there any artists that you're looking forward to their next album? Morgan Wallen. Okay, past the first week of January, <laughs> past Morgan Wallen. Fair. The double album will be a whole separate podcast. Well, ever since Eric Church said that he wrote 26 do- songs within, you know, I don't know, a f- week or so. I've been looking forward to see if he actually does put a project together. Um, Marin should probably have some new music coming out, mm-hmm. which would be awesome. And Casey, it'll be three years since uh, Golden Hour came out this coming spring. So I would really like to hear now that I'm a Casey fan. <laughs> yeah. And Kip, uh, Kip is releasing a like deluxe? four or five new songs. Yeah. So you'll probably give it like a, a silver medal Shut or something like up. that. I'm so annoyed. Um, I stand by my decision. Go ahead. You can do that. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of some other ones. You know, I think there's a lot of the the group of, you know, Florida Georgia Lions coming out with a new album. I'm very curious what that's going to sound like. They released an EP this year that I was not a eh, huge fan of. Yeah. Thomas Rhett's going to be putting out a new album. Carrie did the Christmas album, but I feel like she's due for one. Yep. Miranda's if she's doing every other year she's due um yeah and it's just kind of those that kind of crew main right space. yeah oh I was gonna say something and I forgot about you get the she- you get the the Chris and the Bretts we got one Brett this Ooh, year but Brett, Brett Young, Young Chris Young Jason Aldean will have new music Chris Lane yeah and I think there's there's a lot that they, I don't know when they're gonna be rolling these out according to tours and stuff but and you know who else dan and jay 
oh yes how could i forget about dan and shay yes that's gonna yeah uh, that's my number one i'm most looking forward to yeah i i agree that'll be that'll be good no you weren't a big fan of i should probably go to bed Coming from the girl who did not like their previous album that won lots of awards. True. I think we'll draw there. I am the person who doesn't like the main stuff that makes people popular. I like Dan and Shay when no one else knew who they were. Y'all followers. That's what you are. Well, this has been very entertaining. I'm not going to lie. Follow um, me on my Kit Moore train. Yeah. He'll probably have Caitlin Smith on his top 10 list next year. I mean, we can just set the record straight for 2021 going into the next year. I am the bigger Kit Moore fan at the moment. That's not true. According to this list, no, it appears like it will be. Not uh-uh. You like his album. But I probably like it more than you. I just love Caitlin Smith so much. My level of love is higher than yours. Uh, that'd be a good argument on a TV show in a love triangle. Yes. Let's think yeah. about it. Uh, before we just get totally weird here, uh, 2020, weird year, but good year for music. So... Hopefully next year we can have just as difficult of a time breaking down a top 10 list as... I already know what my number one is going to be. It's not going to be Morgan Wallen. The first part, maybe. <laughs> just kidding. Anyways, we'll see. All right. Any parting thoughts, wishes? No. I mean, for, yeah, the year that it was, we got some great music. And I expect even better next year. Agreed. Well, if you're still listening, thank, <laughs> thank you. you. <laughs> Appreciate you. And if you still are... Uh, leave us a review three, four, five, six, seven stars, however many they give you. Uh, if you want to disagree with us, argue with us, say, Hey, that was terrible, Aaron. How could you have those artists in your top 10? Let me know. Let us know on our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. We're always down to debate. Tweet me at, at us, at us, at us, come at us. Uh, for Emily, this is Aaron. We're raised on it. Happy new year. <laughs>